0: Mike Cyber Radio is an independent podcast. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host and the guests only, and do not necessarily reflect those of any broadcasters that any of us either have been, am now, or will be affiliated with. Enjoy the show! Welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I am at Mike Seibert Radio. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. All of those at Mike Seibert Radio. And you can write into the mailbag, Mike Radio at gmail.com. And incidentally, the spelling on that is S-E-I-B-E-R-T. Exactly the way that it sounds. Uh, this is the podcast radio show where I talk about stuff and things that are on my mind every week and this week as uh as promised from last week's uh shitlords and friends reunion show kind of getting the band back together from uh kgrg uh welcoming back to the show uh please give it up for dave sanders how you doing my friend
1: oh i am doing fantastic uh a little less grumpy this week since we got all that uh, that bitchiness out of us last week about our various topics. So <laughs> a <little> lot better.
0: <laughs> well, you know, you would think so, but in the time. Since we've been off the air since last week's show, there's uh, there's been a, a f- other few things that we weren't necessarily anticipating uh, talking about that we're going to get into uh, having to do with the uh, holiday outrage culture. There's been some follow up oh. on uh, Baby It's Cold Outside and uh, and uh, a couple other things. All of that and more on this all new episode of Mike Seibert Radio. But let's kick things off with some shout outs. No! Few since I've had the opportunity to fire off the, uh, uh, the shout out sounder. Um, okay, I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, I, I'm still kind of trying to reevaluate how I want to incorporate shout outs into the show because I, I came to this realization uh, a while ago, a couple few months ago, where basically I was just reading off tweets of like stuff that uh. people were sending me, which, you know, is fine. But not exactly in the spirit of what I wanted to do, shout out wise. And, you know, I was uh, do- doing, I think, maybe a little more uh, self congratulating. Uh, then 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 I realized it's it's one of those things I didn't realize it until I went back and listened to some episodes and basically like anytime somebody on a different podcast would mention me I would give them a shout out I'd be like oh well you know uh, uh shout out to uh the countdown movie and TVs podcast for uh for reading off that i said suggested that transformers the movie is one of the most violent movies of all time or you know uh or uh, shout out to my friends at the Autopod decepticast for you know, uh, just just being really awesome, cool people. Those uh, those those guys are really really cool. But I think. Uh, um Uh, Aaron, the host, had at one point when they were when they were doing like their last episode of the minute by minute breakdown of uh, Transformers Mm -hmm. the movie. He 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 um he's a very eloquent guy and he spends a lot of time uh, constructing what he writes uh, for intros for his guests uh, for his uh, co-hosts and his friends. And anyway, he he um went on like this uh a couple minute kind of soliloquy about just you know how um much he's enjoyed getting to know me and how much he appreciates my help with their show and and all i mean dave i almost rolled a tear it was just like it was uh it was uh and and it just reminds me that um i'm really a terrible friend because i don't know if i have that much eloquence in me for uh uh for my own friends but but anyway so (laughs)
1: as someone who used to do that on, uh, on the previous show, The Buzz, for the trivia every week because I had to come up with a different intro every day to mm-hmm. say something about the, the three contestants on the show. It's like, that is difficult and that was just like a one-sentence blurb. I, I can imagine how much uh, thought and work uh, he goes into what it sounds like, so way to go, dude. Keep that up.
0: Oh, yeah, and, you know, uh, 90s pop culture references, 80s pop culture references. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was really quite the uh, quite the thing. So so I do have a trio of shout-outs I want to get to. Some stuff that um, uh, I've mentioned in previous shows and wanted to touch on before we got into the meat of things. First of all, I wanted to uh, shout out Ben Harpold, uh, who's a uh, local Transformers collector here in the Seattle area. He is one of the uh, founders and organizers of CybeFest Northwest. That's the uh, unofficial Transformers convention here in uh, Seattle. He uh, um, so on New Day Northwest. It's uh, you know kind of like this variety show on our uh, NBC affiliate King Five. Uh, he was he was on TV uh, last week in a segment of their show, and basically as they were promoting the Bumblebee movie, which uh, you know which uh, uh, comes out at the, oh gosh, uh, this Friday? Next Friday? I uh, think so, yeah. I we, think
1: it's uh, this Friday coming up, yeah. yeah the uh, 21st.
0: Ah, very good. So, yeah. So, so it'll yeah. be the end of this week. Uh, you know, you might be listening to this after it comes <laughs> out already. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, no, he was, uh, he was on New Day Northwest to show off his extensive Bumblebee collection. And he brought in, like, a portion of it. But, like, he's got, like, a table with, like, you know, uh, rare figures. He's got uh, uh, unpainted prototypes and, you know, just kinds of like all kinds of not just collectibles, but like some really cool rare collectibles stuff to where it's like I, I was watching the TV. I'm like, oh, oh, he's he's got the original artwork for the Bumblebee Action Masters card. That's that's pretty sick. And, you know, again, <laughs> the prototypes, it was it was really cool. But um, so I had mentioned it uh, during last week's uh, show at the beginning up at the top, but I wanted to let folks know that the video of his uh, appearance on New Day Northwest is available now at their website. I will have a link in the show notes, and I'll uh, tweet it and Facebook it as well. Uh, but yeah, it's you know it's it's only like seven minutes or something like that. And I was I was uh, corresponding with the dude later, and um, they do this thing where they they record it ahead of time, but not by much. So, like uh basically they uh he and his wife, they went to the TV studio, they recorded um his segment, and uh by the time uh they were leaving and uh and got home, it the show was already on the air so so it's it's tape delayed, but oh. not but not by a lot. <laughs> so I mean there's maybe like, like what
1: about a day or two, probably
0: no, not like like less than a couple hours. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like, I've never heard of that before. Because, like, you know, um, you'll hear where, you know, shows like that get, you know, like, you'll come in, like, on a Thursday and the show will air on a Sunday or something like that, but yeah, no, it, it was it was the same day and only um, uh, tape delayed by just a little bit. Um, so, but anyway, I have that video out there. It's a uh, it's really cool. I um, I've mentioned this in other episodes, but I'm really excited for that Bumblebee movie. And from what I from what I'm hearing, this this is gonna be it. This is like the the Transformers movie that people have been waiting for. So that's that's music hey, hey, hey. to my ears.
1: And as me even as like a non-hardcore fan, uh-huh. uh. I'm excited for it just for just by the trailers and not just because John Cena's
0: in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! If only I had a, a uh, unexpected Cena meme up, you know. And you know, I'm sure I'm going to get together with uh, with my uh, uh, friends Aaron, Ryan, and Caleb from the Autopod Decepticast. Uh, probably talking about uh, Bumblebee at some point. Um, mm-hmm. I I I am going to have to make sure and pelt them with. I'm I'm going to have to go through <laughs> my my hard drive and my archive. And find as many of those old unexpected Cena memes, uh, because I, you know, I've got well, I've got all the ones that you made, Dave. Like, you know, it's like I've got like I've got like the Weird Al one, I've got the the John Stamos one, and so I've I've I plus plus a few I've uh, made myself. So I all told, I've probably got at least. A half dozen uh, unexpected John Cena memes that that I can uh, nice. par- carpet bomb these uh, these folks with, but um. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so, um, I also want to give a shout out. Um, so, um, to uh, uh, Michael Geisler, uh, formerly of These Young Fools and Flicker and Fade, he's now working on Ooh. his own uh, project uh, called By Tour. He he recently put out the final part of. Of his uh, documentary film series that he's been working on, uh, called "Becoming Bitor," and basically what it is is um, you know kind of kind of chronicling how he uh, he's a you know an independent musician uh, started off in Albuquerque, New Mexico, moved up to Seattle, uh, was part of um, a few different bands. Uh, Dave, you you remember these young fools, right? From uh, from the KGRG days.
1: I do remember them. Yes, uh, can't remember the songs off the top of my head, but yeah, we were they were pretty much on our uh, playlist pretty heavily on the uh, on the KGRG
0: airwaves. Absolutely, and so in the time since, you know, I, I've become really good friends with Michael as he's you know kind of moved on. He's he's back in Albuquerque now, and um, so anyway, so he he's done this documentary uh, film series, kind of talking about you know uh, what the history of his music, how he got connected with all these bands, you know, what happened to these young fools, kind of the story of Flickr and Fade, and kind of what he's working on now on this uh, solo project. Um, and I, uh, I, I recorded a couple of video segments uh, for him, um, as well as he used um, uh, some of the audio uh, from interviews that I've done with him uh, over the last couple of years kind of interspersed there. It was funny, I, w- I was watching the video and I'm like, wow! There's a lot of me in here, <laughs> and you know, so I mean, it, it's really cool. I mean, it's all uh, self-produced, uh, but very, uh, very well polished. Um, and yeah, it's you know, it's friends and family and uh, Big E, uh, uh, Airhorn Elijah, formerly uh, my uh, my co-host on KGRG. Uh, he's uh, he's in there as well. Um, so yeah, it was it was just it was just a really cool uh, nostalgia trip. So that's uh, um, so I'll have a link for that as well but that is available on his website uh bytormusic.com the spelling on that is b y t o r music.com um it's a, a come to find out that's a rush reference and i wasn't oh. as i wasn't as up on uh, my rush lore as i thought i was <laughs> so I, yeah. I i was a little embarrassed on that when i was like so i was like hey michael tell me what by tour is and and so yeah he tells me it's uh this a uh, reference to this rush song but but again it's a it's a three-part video series all three uh parts are available now on his website as well as on youtube and and yeah, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to maybe doing some more collaboration uh with uh with Michael in the future. Um, you know, when um, you know, cuz he he's he's occasionally putting out new music like, you know, some inter- instrumentals uh here and there that folks can listen to mm. and it's it, it's really cool stuff. I I enjoy it quite a bit. It kind of has like that, you know, we talked about Rush, but you know, it kind of has like that that kind of dark melodic kind of kind of dream theater type of um type of atmosphere uh to it that oh, nice. I really like but it but it, but it's super catchy like you know they're um you know like their their main Main hit during the KGRG days was that song uh, uh, "A Nice Place to Visit," and it had there just it it had, ju- that. <laughs> had, had just you know just a super super catchy riff at, at the beginning of it. And um, anyway, I, I talk about that in the video segments I I did for this uh, for this documentary you did. So um, anyway, if you if you want to see me um in in a video <laughs> about another guy um definitely go uh check that out uh the name of it is becoming by tour that is on bytourmusic.com and um the other uh, uh speaking of music speaking of independent music and, and it's really kind of interesting because you know uh during this this uh shout out segment which you know I I promised Dave in pre-show that this was going <laughs> to be brief and then i said relatively and i think once i said relatively brief i i knew how um uh, ext- extemporaneously i was going to talk about this but um you you get you you're kind of you're kind of playing mike Seibert bingo here you've you've got you've got transformers you've got uh, independent music and then now uh, I'm going to close out a shout out segment for me at least uh with uh, Nerd Rock. And Dave, cool. you you remember our uh, our friends uh, Seattle Nerd Rockers Kirby Crackle, right?
1: Oh, of course. I still listen to their music. And uh, I thank you for uh turn, turning me on to their music and I miss them.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. And so so Kyle has been uh Kyle Stevens the uh the frontman Madman uh uh of Kirby Crackle has been kind of doing some different stuff this year. You know, it's like he's been doing a lot of uh, solo shows. He... um uh, he put out a uh well I, I hesitate to call it a solo album but basically mm. it it's uh it was kind of more of an introspective type album kind of talking about you know his uh perspective on kind of like the the state of the world and how how he's uh viewing things uh, kind of kind of a departure from the traditional uh kirby crackle sound uh but mm. um I mean it was it, it's really good stuff it's you know it's
1: I was about to say we have to listen to that because that sounds intriguing already.
0: Yeah, it's um it's uh, uh called uh, suburban hearts slash vigilante hymns and mm. that's uh that's available on their website uh kirbycracklemusic.com but what uh what I'm talking about now is you know one of one of the traditions as a as a cracklehead you know a fan of <laughs> Kirby crackle's music is you know every year um Kyle puts out a holiday single you know, and he's you know, and and sometimes it's been uh, parodies, sometimes it's been originals, and as we were all kind of anxiously awaiting uh, this year's holiday single, instead of putting out a single, boom, my man Kyle Stevens puts out an entire Christmas album. So it's um, so yeah, so basically, uh, and he's been doing this for, you know, almost 10 years now. In fact, next year, uh, 2019 is a huge year for Kirby crackle because they are going to be celebrating 10 years of uh, being the pioneers of uh, nerd rock. but uh, but yeah, it's uh, so the title of the album, and it comes from uh, one of the uh, one of the tracks, is "I'm Stuck in a Human centipede for Christmas." <laughs> So it it is. Uh, yes. And and that song is exactly what you would expect it to be. It is magnificent. He uh he did that one a, a couple few years ago. Uh the new album from Kirby Crackle is out now wherever your music is streamed or sold. Um it does have a few new singles on there uh including Mark the Harry Angel sings. And Christmas <laughs> in VR. Um, it's uh, it's got just over a dozen tracks. It's uh, it's available on Spotify, on Apple Music, and in the Bandcamp uh, version of the album that has um, a few extra songs as well. Um, so yeah, so I I really haven't. I haven't gotten into it yet, and in fact, kind of like as a tease for next week's uh, podcast, next week's episode of Mike Seibert Radio, I'm probably going to uh, feature a couple of these songs and you know play some other uh, holiday uh, holiday uh, tunes for uh, for folks as well. But yeah, I mean, Happy Holidays, nerds! I mean, so yes. <laughs> so yeah, so and and again, instead of getting the the usual yearly uh, holiday single. From Seattle Nerd Rockers Kirby Crackle, we get uh we get an entire holiday album. So that's uh that's really cool. And yeah, you know, it's uh it's it's a little soon and I don't I don't wanna make any uh, uh specific announcements, but I did mention that next year is the ten year anniversary of Kirby Crackle and I'd say just uh you know, maybe listen kinda around maybe after the first of the year, uh, for uh some exciting news out of the camp kirby crackle um and may or may not involve yours truly we'll uh we'll, we'll we'll see how that uh we'll see how that pans out as uh as things go so uh you tease you <laughs> that <laughs> was a tease um, so that's uh that's about all i've got by way of shout outs for this week um dave do you have any shout outs you'd like to mention before uh, before we move on
1: yeah, I have a couple. I have uh, the one that we that we mentioned in pre-show, but I just thought of another one that uh, we just shout out to, and that's anybody that survived the drinking game last week. Props to you, dudes and dudettes oh man i yeah, uh, gotta get the weapon in
0: there. i uh i i was i was <laughs> listening to uh to that episode and i i i remember being conscious of it as we were recording i'm like oh man this is a lot but going back and mm-hmm. actually listening to it i was like oh buddy uh so <laughs> if if you have um uh participated in the uh, drinking game for episode 187, the uh, Shitlords and Friends uh, reunion show. Uh, yeah, uh, please please seek medical help. Um, or maybe you're listening from beyond the grave because you dead. Um,
1: well, it's fitting that that's episode 187 because isn't that the police code for homicide? <laughs>
0: God damn it. <laughs> I, I hope that's actually episode 187. Oh no, it's not. I got. I got it all wrong. Right. Uh, I, I had my notes ooh. mixed up. It was. It was 188. Yeah. No. Uh, 187 was. Uh, my. Uh, the the Star Is Born extravaganza yep. that I did with uh with Aaron from. Uh, AutoPod Decepticast. Speaking of uh, 187. Oh damn! Spoilers for that movie. Um, anyway. Right. <laughs> oh, actually, wait a
1: Pretty second. Mercury does not have AIDS in that one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know, man. I don't, <laughs> it, it Helps if I uh, move my um, move my microphone over here. Uh, I
1: see so, you sounded like he went away from the mic there pretty good. <laughs> I thought you were uh, ramping up for a "That's racist" or uh, or uh, we got another one over
0: here. <laughs> oh, I, I I'll do you one better. Yeah, spoilers: Freddie Mercury gets AIDS.
1: So, oh god damn it! You kept it.
0: <laughs> I had to go looking for it. It uh, was it, it it was worth it.
1: Um, well, speaking of things on their deathbed, uh, we. <laughs> nice transition there uh i read quite heavily about the uh, state of the wwe and my last shout out is going to be to not only vince mcmahon but the entire mcmahon family for just how tone deaf they truly are in 2018 so let me set the stage for you here mike
0: okay because i mean After we, all we...
1: that ranting we did last week about how the state of wwe how ratings are falling an mm-hmm. announcement was made last friday that Vince McMahon would be showing up on on Raw tonight for the first time in like two or three years or something like that, or whatever it's been since he's been on. And all the speculation started coming about. What's he going to do? Is he going to combine the shows again? Is he going to start from scratch? What's he going to do? He comes out, brings out his son Shane, brings out his daughter Stephanie, her husband, and his son-in-law Triple H. And apparently their answer to falling ratings is, we're going to be more on screen now. That's the McMahon family running both shows for the WWE, because that's what we want in 2018 is more Vince fucking McMahon on the TV screen.
0: <sighs> that was the best I could yeah, come up been a with lot on short. Str- <laughs> okay, very good. So, so basically, they're they're just kind of doubling down then, right? On they, just... Oh, they are now. I
1: think they're just leaning into the skid so much so that they don't care if they ever regain control again. I fear for Fox and what their interpretation is going to be here uh, starting next year once they get to the SmackDown. And y- you have to think they're on network TV. They should be expecting minimum the three, the, the mid to high three, maybe even fours for their rating. They can't even pull a one on the USA Network, which pretty much everybody has if they have cable. How are they going to jump up to a four in less than a year? (laughs) Wow.
0: Huh, that's that's interesting. And uh, you know, since, since we're still umbrellaed in the shout out segment, I wanna give a uh, I wanna give a shout out to my dude Nick, um, uh around Seattle out on Twitter. Uh, you know, it's funny. So like I, I've uh, he's a Transformers fan as well, and that's kinda uh one of the ways that, that he and I got connected. In fact he was the guy that that told me about uh Cybefest to begin with. He was like, Hey, wait a minute, there's like this whole Whole, you know, uh, Transformers convention, you know, kind of in Kent, and you know, and and uh, wow, weird transition. I forgot to mention yeah. earlier when I was talking about uh, Ben Harpold and his uh, Bumblebee collection. Uh, Side Fest Northwest 2019 is going to be July 27th, um, at the Kent Commons uh, Community Center. Again, it's the unofficial Transformers convention in the Pacific Northwest by the fans, for the fans, and with a Pacific Northwest uh, twist, but no, I uh I wanted to uh shout out Nick because like he I know he listens uh to the podcast, but uh yeah. once I uh once I tweeted out that you you and Spree were getting into WWE talk, um he was like, Wait a sec, you guys are talking <laughs> WWE suddenly suddenly this uh this episode kinda got higher on my list. So so I'd really be interested to hear what what he had to um uh, what he thought about what you guys were talking about this week, as well as what is uh, going on in the universe uh, this week. With so so basically, if I'm understanding correctly, Dave, the the solution for the WWE is more Mac Mans. We we need yeah. more Vince, and that and that and that yeah. solves the problem.
1: Apparently, we have transitioned fully back to 1998. I mean, we had the whole <laughs> crown jewel with DX versus the Brothers of Destruction sure. main eventing a, a live event in 2018. We have Rock Lesnar Reigning Supreme. We we have ter- traveled back in time. It has come full circle now, and it's it's painful to watch. Like it was physically pa- uh, painful for me to watch this this show tonight, and I turned it off. After the first hour, because I couldn't stomach
0: it anymore. Wow, that's that's crazy. Because I mean, that that was something else that you and Killing Spree were talking about last week. Is you know how how much you guys either can or can't not uh, hang with Raw on Monday nights, and mm-hmm. so I, I guess now we're we're kind of starting to see that. Um, and-
1: uh, and full disclosure, there was a, a uh, pay-per-view slash live event, whatever you want to call it now, mm-hmm. last night, um, where the the SmackDown side of things, the Tuesday night show, they, every match that they had pretty much stole the show, while the Raw, Raw side, it felt like I was watching an episode of Raw, and there's still people that pay $60 for these things on cable that, that refuse to get the network or don't have a streaming device or something, but they still go the traditional pay-per-view route. I feel bad for those people.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'd I'd really be interested to hear what folks out there in uh, in listener land uh, think about about WWE because I, I'm just I'm confounded. It's like I I don't I don't know what to make of any of this. So,
1: and, and that's the thing. You're a non fan. The level of co- uh, let me see if I can get the reward right. Confoundation, sure. maybe. I I don't sure. know the word <laughs> or not, but we'll go with it.
0: Confoundation. <laughs> I love equal. it. Yeah,
1: It's about equal with the fans because we're looking at this like we've seen the the, the valleys and the peaks that, that wrestling has gone through over the last 20 years. I mean, it, it's undeniable. You can't deny that. There's been, There's been high points. There's been low points. It seems like the low points keep getting lower, and their answer to it is try and read from the past, but nobody will that anymore.
0: Ah, gotcha so yeah so it, it, yeah. it it's kind of funny so I uh I I, I need to make like a separate sounder or something like that for like you know getting out like a salt shaker or something like that because uh yeah th- this segment got real salty uh all of a sudden and and we're uh we're not done with uh with uh the the salting there um you oh, know no. uh, yeah I, <laughs> so so I guess as we trans see th- this will work because this is kind of like a transition from shout outs into the uh the the salt segment i guess because i i did want to shout out uh killing spree uh for a few he uh, he tweeted at both of us uh you know shortly before we started recording tonight um and he uh, he he sent a uh a, a video which i have not watched yet um i just i just saw mm-hmm. the tweet not too long ago um actually it's gingerbread persons also santa is becoming yeah. gender gender neutral for diversity equality tolerance or something like that that so killing spree writes in this tweet too bad none of us knew about gingerbread men being problematic and santa needing a sex change before our recording during the shit lord's reunion show so um well, to be fair spree
1: didn't even know about the uh the problem with frosty the snowman uh as we were recording that episode last week so right. this, this whole christmas outrage has become more fluid than gender nowadays stop saying <laughs> like gender fluid <laughs>
0: Get get your gender fluid away from me! Ew, you know you you know how like like some of our friends get get super triggered by like the word moist. You know it's like you say moist, and people start getting like you know kind of heebie jeebied for some Mm -hmm. reason that I cannot explain. And this is totally legit. I'm not like you know trying to do shtick or something like that. But whenever somebody says gender fluid, that it's like it's oh it just it, it gives me the heebie jeebies. It it really yeah. truly does. It kind of triggers me a little bit because like I just I I don't know what I associate it with and and you know and I I obviously don't don't mean to you know specifically disparage folks of you know uh, alternate genders or I, I'm I'm making mm-hmm. it worse. I'm you know th- this you is are. Be- this <laughs> has become a, a uh, Pete Davidson apology all of a sudden. So I'm just I'm just gonna step away. Um yes. And you know maybe stay off Instagram for um, a few. I don't know where this is. Going um, so <laughs> so no so um, so yeah what what did I have here oh yeah so I since it is in the news I did want to talk about uh, gender neutral Santa because th- this thing has gone viral over the last week because it's it's just gone you know uh, I've seen it on both my Facebook and my Twitter uh, a number of times but there's. Um, there's there's some incongruities in this uh, this story that that really kind of bugged me. So so I have uh, the New York Post uh, version of this story up, um, and headline is a gender neutral Santa coming to town. Um, <clears throat> So, it says, a new story from, uh, I'm sorry, a new survey from Graphic Springs, which is a logo creation company, red flag number one, um, has sparked a new debate over whether Santa should be man, woman, or gender neutral. Uh, The company got the input of 400 people from America and the United Kingdom about ways to modernize Saint Nick back in October and November. Uh, They, uh, red flag number two. uh, they uh, they use the top suggestions to survey 4,000 people on how they would envision a 2018 version of the legendary character. So that that's enough red flags right there. Um, so even before I read these dumb survey results, so. So this well, this let me, let me
1: let me throw in here too why is it that important that we need to change the gender of a creation of the Coca-Cola uh, company
0: Well and that's the thing too considering <laughs> that this survey is being brought by this Graphic Springs which is a logo creation company they themselves you know a a corporate type entity so Obviously, that that has no place here, and um, you know, getting suggestions from 400 people um, in two countries, and then a survey <laughs> size of 4,000 people that that seems that seems like a really really small sample set especially for something that that's, that's gone that's gone this viral so 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 I'll, I'll I'll set aside my journalism hat on that one for a few and and let's uh and I want to talk about these results they showed that roughly 19% of uh, US people believe Santa should be identified as neither male nor female 19 percent. More than 10 percent said Santa should identify as a woman, which means about 70 percent of people still believe Father Christmas should be male. So there's another red flag because that's that's uh, uh, this is essentially clickbait. At at this, thing. I mean, it's a it's it a is. bullshit survey, a bullshit sample sample size to get a headline that doesn't even fit the data. But uh, but we continue the and, survey. And here's the
1: thing with this too, like I mean, you, you would be able, you would have you said jolly old Saint Nick. You're not allowed to say that anymore for jo- jolly old Saint Nicky because then you're ageist, and then you're also. Uh, Something is again people who can't be jolly for whatever reason. So there's all sorts of flags there with that.
0: (laughs) Exactly, and uh, uh,
1: um, (laughs) it just gets deeper. It just gets deeper. That's what they want. They want this division, and that's where I think I fall on this side uh, of things. Is that this was put out to cause. Kind of like the baby it's cold outside. I feel like if you actually go into the comments, which I know is dangerous territory. Oh, yeah. Way more people than not actually look at this like, oh, come on, really? We're really doing this? Why? Why yeah,
0: well, and and this sounds like this is the work <laughs> of uh influencers, and you know that, mm-hmm. that that's another term that like when somebody drops that, it makes me want to uh you know punch, throw some hands or something because <laughs> I mean it's it's just it's just such a bullshit thing. ooh I'm an influencer. Shut up. No, <laughs> but but my like point. Like a Yelp
1: reviewer. God damn it.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> it it gets us talking about it, and that. And that's the thing. I mean, like, I... I I didn't want to necessarily uh get into it but it's one of those things that's gotten so it, it it reminds me of like when people talk about like the the stupid dress whether it's like is it white or oh, is the... it gold yeah or like the the whole like you know laurel yeah are they going thing. upstairs or
1: downstairs or <laughs> yeah all,
0: all of this garbage and it and it's just put out by you know these influencers that it's their job to create things for people to talk about and for for whatever reason probably just because I'm a curmudgeon um it, it it annoys me when these things uh, come up. Like, you know, if, I, if I'm if i listening to, you know, a morning radio show on my way to work and I hear people talking about that, that Laurel Yanny thing and they're playing the clip over and over and everybody in every <laughs> office for that one day was playing that stupid clip over and over, come to find out, yeah, it was some, you know, like 28-year-old influencer knucklehead uh I'm getting way far afield of this, um,
1: but uh, actually, to stay on this tangent, uh, don't drink. We're not doing the drinking this week. No. Um. I wish I wish I was in the studio with you because you would have seen a light bulb go over my head. Ah. I figured I figured out where this started. Tell me more. And, and you're 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 late to the Facebook party, so I don't think you saw these posts. Or if you have, mm. you haven't seen many of them. Mm. Radio stations, uh, news organizations, like every basically media uh type thing that wasn't super serious all the time put out these like math questions over the past couple years like what is five times or five plus three times five divided by two and people would legit argue over that and oh my god they they were setting us up for this this whole time by putting stupid math questions that everybody should answer but people are arguing over if you can argue over a math question You'll argue over Santa's uh, gender.
0: Huh. Oh my
1: God, I've cracked their code.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I I think so. Um, yeah, and oh geez. I mean, I mean, we've talked so much about about division, and I think you know social media kind of kind of plays into that because I've noticed as I've been on Facebook more and more, I do find myself kind of like tensing up a little more. I, I'm a little more mm-hmm. tense now, and I find myself uh, more polarized about things than I think I was previously because like because of the way that things are presented. Like I'm one, I'm kind of easily influenced anyway. So like I'm I'm kind of a popular consensus guy. So if it's like if there's a movie that's like universally accepted generally i universally accept it likewise if it's universally reviled i usually kind of go in lockstep kind of with the pop culture and kind of the popular consensus but what i also find with a lot of the stuff that i see on facebook is that when somebody presents a argument in what i um perceived to be either like overly pandering or just plain wrong. um it it, it kind of I, I find it more repellent. In that, like, it Mm -hmm. bothers me, and it's like, if if I agreed with you even a little bit, I don't now because of the way that you're presenting it. You know, I see this a lot of like on like political issues. You know, it's I mean, obviously, you see a lot of people posting about guns and you know other other kind of you know red hot political topics. And the border,
1: uh, the way the things that happened over the last couple of weeks with the migrant caravans, etc.
0: Absolutely, uh,
1: just, had a, just had a little seven year old girl die, and the way that it's being presented on Facebook is they died under uh, Border Patrol custody, so therefore they're at fault. Right. Yeah. yeah, and I won't go too much into that because that's not the, this isn't the forum for it, but sure. it's that kind of stuff that that is causing this division. Yeah, wow, we went a whole different direction with this, didn't Totally. We? <laughs> you know,
0: and and I'm trying to hook it back around to talking about 20% of people in this uh in this <laughs> dumb survey. Actually, th- this 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 is pretty uh it's either hilarious or moronic because like uh, uh back to this uh, you know, I tend to be both. <laughs> yeah. So so uh 20% of people responded that Santa should have tattoos. And eighteen percent of the survey <laughs> side said, "Get this. Th- this is this is where your millennials come in. Your your oh, a- no. a- avocado toast eating, uh, a seven dollar latte uh, drinking motherfuckers. Eighteen uh, percent said his Santa's iconic red and white suit should be replaced with skinny jeans." Oh, my God. Well, well, 22% said, and actually, I'm cool with this, uh, 22% said his sleigh needs to be exchanged for a flying car. Um, I mean, that
1: that's a given. I mean, there's, there's actually ads out right now on TV saying he's driving a red car with eight cars in front of him that are exactly. like a, a smaller model of the car. It's like
0: the, the eight cars of the reindeer and he's driving a car. Well, at least I mean, I, I've seen that <laughs> at least he's conscientious enough to let that poor bastard puppy out to, to go take a yes. look. Um, because I mean, and I guess shout out to that dog for at least, uh, doing something to indicate that he needed to go. So it's like, I'm, uh, yes. I, am in, in full support about that. So I, uh, so anyway, so there's uh there's gender fluid, uh, Santa, do we wanna talk about uh the other hot topic in uh with regards to Christmas outrage culture? You wanna talk about uh a little baby it's cold outside?
1: Yeah, we can uh continue to uh beat this dead horse yeah. because uh everybody else says we might as well jump on board with this as well. Um, I believe I tagged you in this, and I believe you said you had some audio in the pre show. Uh, Apparently, it's been updated.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. We have a
1: a new up to date uh, version that's uh, apparently, quote, less rapey and less non
0: consensual. (laughs) Here we go. I really
2: can't stay. Okay, you're free to go. I've got to go away. Understood, no means no. This evening S- has been super appropriate. So very nice. But I do understand consent. My will start to worry. Definitely text her right My now. will be pacing the floor. Here's the code and there is so the door. Really I'd better scurry. I am gonna stand over well, here. Maybe just a half a drink you more. are in control. The thing. neighbors might think Invite them over if you like Say, what's in this drink? I'm um, nothing but Sprite I wish I knew how just walk right out To the door. break the spell I do know how to spell Harassment I, say, no, 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 I hear you loud and At clear least I'm gonna say that I tried I'm trying super really hard Please just go out Baby, oh, just go outside, outside simply must go Uber is right outside <laughs> The answer is no Seriously, right outside The welcome has been I'll walk you to so the So nice and warm But totally consensual There's about to be talk tomorrow Hopefully not about us there will be plenty implied These do not imply anything I really can't stay. Baby, just go out Baby, Maybe just
0: go Babies go outside. So there you go. So that's uh, <laughs> so so Dave, you uh, i I saw this video kind of going around a couple few different signs. I saw some of my friends had posted it. Uh, you tagged me in a post. Um, I, I would say listening to the audio now because obviously this is a uh, a podcast radio show. and uh, i I think the visual does better where like you know yeah. you you can see the uh speech bubbles and I'll have a link to this in the in the show notes as well if uh so you could check it out for yourself but um yeah I I I I find myself very mixed on this because like some of the individual jokes I do find myself chuckling about but I was Mm-mm. just like um it's like is this a joke is this i i don't i don't i'm not sure what this is i i wonder if it's like a response to the the controversy surrounding or quote-unquote controversy surrounding this song i i don't know
1: and that's where i landed on it i think because when i first saw that the first thing i thought it was like no crap they're actually trying to do this and i looked at it yeah i'm like you know what this looks like it's kind of a response to the outrage that's out there now. And actually going oh. into the comments under the original video, that's the way it seems like they were presenting it. Even oh, really? uh, the, the guy that, that did this. Yeah. And I, I it's timely. It, it works. I, I, myself, same thing. I was chuckling a lot of like the, uh, the Uber line and I, Hey, you better touch your mom yeah, right yeah. now. But it's like, I mean, it's timely and, it's not as good as the original, obviously, but I mean, for today, I mean, yeah. why not? Let's just put it out there and maybe that will be a nice compromise with all this uh, quote unquote outrage over a almost seventy year old song now.
0: <laughs> well and and it and it's kind of funny because it, it reminds me of some of the conversations I've had with Killing Spree in previous episodes where like the the line between uh satire parody and and earnest delivery gets really really blurry sometimes so i don't know if this is a parody or if it's a satire or if it's being dead serious you know if this is like you know a sjw response or like you know like a um you know social justice uh, you know what you get my point but yeah i just yeah. I, I i can't i i couldn't quite figure out what it was because like um I'll be totally honest, the people that I was seeing it shared from are folks that would say that, baby, it's cold outside is problematic. And I think that's where
1: the double-edged sword comes in, because this could be for people like us to like poke fun at the outrage, but at the same time other side of it could be so lost in their worldview and their views on the song that they're like oh this is actually really cool I need to share this with my friends and show them that it's a better song and here's the reason why yeah I think that it has both uh, both not both of our reasons to do this song I think though at its core it's satire parody and it's making light of the uh, controversy myself that's how I interpret it
0: gotcha gotcha um, well yeah and and i I suppose the other argument that could be made is much like good art. You know, it, it's subjective to the person experiencing it. So mm-hmm. if your takeaway from it is different from mine, that doesn't make it any more or less valid. Um, so i, I guess Except for I,
1: their side, who was completely wrong.
0: all right so so to close out this uh, and and this and this just this just came across my feeds uh uh just a little bit before we started recording but uh one of the things that we were talking about last week was that uh the the big story was radio stations were pulling baby it's cold outside from uh rotations you know some more publicly than others um as i as i related at at the time but um, a radio station plays Baby It's Cold Outside for several hours straight in response yep. to songs backlash. Now you had a, so Dave, I don't, I, I can't tell if this is the same story that you were, that you were mentioning last week, but this is a, a station FM, a radio station in Louisville, kentucky uh showed support for the song by playing it on repeat over the course of several hours last sunday morning so i am trying to do my mental math there and trying to figure out where that was when we recorded as i'm just doing this live um uh the decision the decision was made in response to the controversy regarding the song's lyrics which have been deemed problematic by some uh that uh that uh from twitter moments um so yeah that's uh that's kind of. Uh, that's I've,
1: actually, I've actually heard that from a few stations around the country. Like I said, here in my hometown, our country station uh, would play three different versions uh, an hour for like a week straight. I don't know if they're doing it this week again. I know they were doing it last week, and uh, they got positive responses on all the social medias. Uh, so. And I did see. I think it was the San Francisco station that uh, said that they were going to stop playing it. I believe they uh, re-added it to their library after a mass uh, outrage over them pulling the song in the first place. Really? So we got at least one that uh, that put back. So good, good job, guys. That's
0: that's incredibly interesting. That's uh, <laughs> because I mean, and you know, we we talk a lot about division in in our shows mm-hmm. it seems like it seems like it's a topic that we end up flirting with and colliding against and tumbling into um inevitably during our conversations but the the other um uh interesting thing is how um we've kind of seen that weird shift in it's i I don't know if it's like reverse outrage culture or more or less what i'm seeing is <laughs> like you know so it's like you have like the 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 kind of more I guess squishier. I mean, I have to be careful with my slang because, like, sometimes I throw around terms that that aren't quite mine. Like, I'm not killing Spree, so you know, I'm not right. gonna start referring to folks as as you know weebs and and and
1: or a uh, California or uh... <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, funny. That, that was str- no. <laughs> yeah, and, it was. It and, was.
0: and again, that's no. I'm just I'm I'm just saying because I I just don't want to be insincere. Is I guess all I'm trying to say. But basically, like you know, you'll have folks that do a lot of this virtue signaling of. Of like, oh, this song is problematic. Take it off the air. So then mm-hmm. there's that response where, um, you know the radio stations buckle to the the pressure and they take the song off the air but then there's like an equal opposite backlash and then they end up buckling under that so i i don't know what the takeaway is i i um i i guess as somebody that that's kind of tangentially uh involved in ra- well i'm not tangentially involved in radio i work at a, yep. I work at a radio station <laughs> but no i um um I, i wonder if this just means that the folly is really kind of trying to please different segments of the population Mm -hmm. you know because and
1: it goes back to like what we were talking about last week with the sony thing i mean it it seems like there's a small group of of people who want everything to be for everyone and if it's Sounds like it's singling somebody out, or sounds like it's bad in whatever way that could be detrimental to anybody. It should go away, and that's a very dangerous way to think, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, and what what we're seeing now um, is that uh, again the pendulum seems to be swinging the other way, where Mm -hmm. it's yeah, uh, I I'm not I'm not sure what to make of it. It's uh, again interesting interesting times. Uh, that we live in um so hey uh let's try this uh rather than put out say oh i don't know another three and a half hour episode it's a it's like we're at a good stopping point now so um let's put a pin in it for now and then on our next episode take that trip back to tv land So that will wrap things up for now. Thank you for listening. And if you'd like to listen to my past episodes, including all of my college radio shows, subscribe on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, the Stitcher Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or on iTunes or wherever else you download your podcasts. Like, share, rate, and review the show wherever you find it. Leave a five-star review out on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MikeSybertRadio. And right into the mailbag, MikeSybertRadio at gmail.com. And again, that spelling is S-E-I-B-E-R-T, just exactly the way that it sounds. Um, Dropping later this week, Dave Sanders returns, and we'll talk about TV then. It's going to be a lot of fun. You don't want to miss it. Until then, my name is Mike. This has been Mike Radio. And until next time, make good choices.